0: Well, good morning. I wonder how many of you have had that experience of uh, traveling on a commercial airliner, and as you come into the aircraft, sometimes you can look to the left and the cockpit door is open. And you see all the switches and gauges and all the stuff in the cockpit, and you might think, wow, how could anybody ever learn to, to know what all that stuff is? I see that in a very different way because I grew up with my father as a professional pilot. And my dad was born in 1930, and he got his private pilot's license in 1946 at the age of 16. He actually had his pilot's license before he had his driver's license. Uh, And back in that time, things were much simpler. He uh, sold it on a Piper Cub J-3, a canvas-covered aircraft with no electronics, no electrics even, no radio. Um, Very, very simple, and one of the most treasured things that I have in my library is a flight manual that my dad gave me very similar to what he would have learned in as a young boy, and it's almost like a comic book. Uh, You know, you look at the thing it says, push the stick down, the plane goes down. (laughs) Don't push it down for too long, because you'll crash. (laughs) No? Pull the stick up, but don't do it for too long, because it'll stop flying push the rudder left. The plane goes to the left. Push it to the right. It goes to the right. So simple, not complicated, very basic. I think there's something in there for us in the Christian life too. Sometimes the Christian life could look like the cockpit of a jetliner, you know, especially if you're new. All this stuff, how do I even get started in this thing? And, uh, I just want to sort of bring a simple message this morning, um, my message is this. It's basic. It's up and down, and it's left and right. And uh, I want you to see sort of the reality of that Christianity, that up and down, the vertical relationship we have with God, and left and right, the horizontal relationships we have with other people. That's the basics of Christianity. And uh, we've been talking about some of those very things in the last couple of weeks, if you've been able to be part of what we've been doing um, I want to show you that up and down, back and left and right concept in Matthew 22, 34. We've referenced this scripture a couple times, but I want to kind of wrap up this series with that. Matthew 22, 34. When the Pharisees heard that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, they gathered together, and one of them, a lawyer, asked him a question to test him. Teacher, which is the greatest commandment in the law? Now, that was a big ask. He's basically saying, summarize the entire Old Testament, and, and, and what's the basics? You know, that's a tough question. And Jesus said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the great and first commandment. That's the vertical component, up and down. But he didn't stop there. He said, the second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. On these two commandments depend the entire law and the prophets. Up and down, left and right. And uh, we've been in a neat series in the last couple of weeks where we've talked about that very thing. And um, two weeks ago, Andy talked about the fruit of the Holy Spirit. Uh, a wonderful message. And the fruit of the Holy Spirit you'll see in Galatians 5. I don't want to re-preach that because it was a good message. If you haven't had a chance to listen to it, get the app, as Wes would say, and check it out. But um, There's an up and down, there's a vertical relationship that God desires to have in our lives. And that relationship is a relationship of intimacy and a relationship of just spending time together with God and loving God. In Galatians 5, as Andy pointed out, when you do that, there's a fruit that begins to grow in your life. It's not the fruits of the Spirit, it's actually one fruit. It has lots of different manifestations love, joy, peace. You know, we know all the things in Galatians 5. We don't make that fruit happen. It's just a natural result of spending time with God in, in the intimacy and just the love relationship of that up and down, vertical relationship as we listen to God, as we talk to God. It's an amazing privilege that we have as a Christian. I want to show you a passage that's similar to that in lots of ways. Ephesians chapter 3 brings up a lot of that, those same um, ideas. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 14 Paul's an amazing theologian, and the first three chapters of Ephesians are just packed with incredibly mind-blowing kinds of things. Um, But as Paul lays all those things out at the end of chapter 3, at the halfway point in the book, he just can't stand it anymore. He just got to break into praise. In verse 14, Paul says, For this reason I bow my knees before the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named, that according to the riches of his glory he may grant you to be strengthened with power through his spirit in your inner being, so that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith, and that you, being rooted and grounded in love, may have strength to comprehend with all the saints what is the breadth and the length and the height and the depth, and to know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge, that you may be filled with the fullness of God. He's talking about this very same thing that he's talking about in Galatians 5. This is the up and down component. He says, my heart is that you would be filled with God. You would know that the depth, the breadth of this amazing love that God has for us. Paul says, I don't want you just to have a a mental understanding of that. To know the love of Christ that surpasses knowledge. It's not just information. Those of you that know me, I love teaching. I love information. I love knowledge. But this vertical relationship is way more than that. How many of you know that I know good characteristics and traits about my wife, Dina. I know she's funny. I know she's knockout good looking. I know she's a woman of faith. There's characteristics that I know about her, but it wouldn't be enough in a marriage to just know those things about my wife. We have been married for 33 years and and we are really one together now after all these years. You know, I'm batching it this weekend. She's over in Vancouver. I'm a whipped puppy. I miss her. That's relationship. It's not just knowing things about someone. Oh, look at that major point. She's not even here. Somebody give her the tape. <laughs> That's so good to help. <laughs> but it's not just about knowing things about who God is. There's a relationship involved in this up and down. And the amazing thing is that God is hungry for us to to enter into that kind of relationship with him. He doesn't hold us afar; He wants us to come and to embrace us and to be able to spend time with us and just enjoy being together. So there's an up and down component. And as we do that, we see the, the fruit of the Holy Spirit begin to be produced in our lives. It's interesting that we become like who we hang around with. Have you found that principle to be true in life? We certainly found that as uh, parents of teenagers. At one point, God bless us, we had three teenage daughters in our home. This is where all the gray is from. (laughs) And one of the things we were very careful about was to try to monitor who our daughters were hanging around with. Because we knew that the people they hang around with, they'll become like. It's just a principle in life. Again, husbands and wives. We start looking like each other, (laughs) you know, after decades right? We start to think, we we tell the same jokes, right? We become like each other because we spend time together. It's just a principle in life. That principle is very true with our relationship with God, too. The more we spend time with God, the more we end up looking like him and acting like him. Not because we're trying, just because that fruit grows in our life. Because we've been hanging out with him. You know people like that. You run into people like, wow, what's different about them? These are people who just hang out with God and they remind you of God because there's this amazing fruit, fruit growing. so there's a definitely an up and down component to our Christian life, but it doesn't just end there, uh, like the flight manual. How many would you like to fly with a new pilot who only understood up and down? You know Left and right comes into by the way, there's a third axis, just to be technically correct, it's the roll. Uh, new pilots shouldn't fly upside down. that's just a good anyway but up and down, left and right, that's good enough for today. But there's a left and right component. And last week, Katie did an amazing preach on the gifts of the Holy Spirit. So not only is there the fruit of the Holy Spirit, but there's the gifts of the Holy Spirit. And uh, she preached out of 1 Corinthians 12. And again, amazing message. I'm not going to re-preach it. Just listen to it if you didn't get a chance. But talks about these amazing gifts that the Holy Spirit just chooses to give us. The scripture says to each one, a manifestation of the spirit is given. Um, And I'm blown away that God trusts us with these gifts. It's like giving, you know, your 16-year-old son the keys to a brand new Maserati. You know, try that on me when I was 16. Shoot, I had my dad's rambler in the ditch within two days. You know, give me something high power like that. I'll mess it up. And yet God amazingly gives us these high power gifts because he just chooses to love us and give them to us. But those gifts are very much about left and right. They're about our relationship, or should be, with those around us in the church and in the world. I'll show you a passage that is very similar to the one that Katie preached on. There's four, three big places in the New Testament that we see the gifts of God, the spiritual gifts. We see them in 1 Corinthians 12, 13, 14. Katie talked about that. We see them in Romans chapter 12, and we see them in Ephesians chapter 4. But there's a fourth passage that doesn't get much airtime, and I want to look at it today. It's 1 Peter 4. There's a fourth place where we see this idea of gifts coming up. And just 1 Peter 4, I just want to read you just two verses out of there, 10 and 11. This is left and right kind of stuff. This is rudder pedal kind of Christianity. Peter says, as each has received a gift, use it to serve one another. So that's the point of spiritual gifts so that we can serve one another we can impact those around us as good stewards of God's varied grace spiritual gifts are amazing because they're so diverse i think about spiritual gifts like a chess set if you've ever you know if you've ever played much chess each of those pieces does something different one goes sideways one goes all the way across one can only go one at a time there's certain different uh, things that they have but together when a master chess player uses that chessboard, board, it's a powerful force because he knows how all those things fit together. I think spiritual gifts are like that in the body of Christ in that we each have certain kinds of things. Some of us are good at diagonal. Some of us are good at jumping and one over, two up, left, right, whatever. You know. And God brings those things together to fit together in his body. And that's where we see a lot in 12. But if we go back to verse 11, whoever speaks, as one who speaks the oracles of God, whoever serves, as one who serves by his strength that God supplies, in order that in everything God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. To him belong glory and dominion forever and ever. So, God has given us these amazing gifts, but they're not just for us. We can begin to think, as a, you know, I need to discover my gift and know my gift and read about my gift and take my 38 page inventory and find out what my gift is. Oh, that's fine, it's good to do that. But it doesn't end there. These gifts are actually given to us, spiritual gifts, to make a difference in our horizontal relationships with the people around us. So God is amazingly concerned about our vertical relationship with him, and he's concerned about our horizontal relationship. And the Holy Spirit is involved in key and critical ways in both of those axes, if you want to say it that way. Um, So the Holy Spirit is critical in both of these things. Mike started this out a number of weeks ago talking about remaining in the vine. That we can't do any of this stuff, vertical or horizontal, if we've disconnected from what God's source is. And so we see the Holy Spirit coming, coming alongside us in both of these processes. But that's the left and right. But in the same way that a pilot needs both, up and down, left and right, so our Christian lives, to grow in a balanced way as, as Christians, we also need to grow in left and right and up and down. And sometimes we can get out of balance in our Christian life. Um, I know that sometimes in a child's growth, especially in a in a girth birth growth spurt, try to say that one three times. Growth spurt. If a child's legs don't grow at the same speed, it's hard. And if a, a person has a different length leg, it's hard to walk. There's all kinds of problems. As a matter of fact, we've seen people get healed of, you know, varying uh, different sort of different length legs and. And I think if we get out of balance with the up and down, the left and right, that can happen in our Christian life too. I just want you to see the interconnectedness. I'm kind of trying to draw together these last two weeks and help you see how these two components fit together, the fruit of the Spirit and the gifts of the Spirit. Because there are people that tend to want to focus on the up and down only. And you may have run into people like this. You know, they're always talking about God and what God is doing and Um, They can sometimes be kind of reclusive, and sometimes they can even be a little prickly. You know, And, and, and they have this amazing relationship with God, or so they say, but they don't have many horizontal relationships that are very healthy, you know. Their marriage may be messed up, or they don't really have any close friends, or they're not really connecting in the community or in the church. And it just helps me see that that person has gotten out of balance. One leg is longer than the other. Wonderful that you're focusing on your vertical relationship. But it's not just about that. James, the whole book of James, has a lot about that, saying, you tell me you have a great relationship with God, let me show you how that actually works out into the horizontal, very in-your-face kind of a book, but bringing that up to, to show us. Because if we only focus on the up and down, if we're only in the vertical relationship, we can become very introspective. It can all sort of become about me, my stuff, my relationship with God, God's communication to me, which, hear me, this is important. I'm talking about getting it out of balance, But it can leave us very introspective. And if that goes on, we can become very self-centered. We talk about the illustration of the Dead Sea. My sister was there just a couple weeks ago. She says it's so weird because you just float like crazy in the Dead Sea. But of course it's dead because it doesn't have any outflow. And we can really emphasize our vertical relationship with God. Um, And if there's no horizontal component, if there's no overflow in that, that thing starts to get stinky. Stinky is the best I can say, you know. Um, So it's not just about up and down. But there are also people that are all about the left and right in the horizontal relationship, um, but they miss the up and down. And that can also lead us to get out of balance in our Christianity. Um, I think if you're just all about giving out, using your gifts, serving the body, doing stuff in the community, feeding the poor, all these things are great things in life. But if you're, if you're lacking in the vertical relationship, I promise you, burnout is not far behind. Because you can't do those things, you can't even use your, your spiritual gifts without the empowering that comes from the, from the vertical relationship of God. And many of you maybe have experienced this. Dean and I have a good friend that's just going through this right now. You know, she's been giving and giving and giving and there hasn't been much vertical. And she's kind of like, well, what's the point? You know, and she's kind of lost her way. Uh, because of all the giving out and none of the and none of the vertical relationship. If we only focus on the left and right, only on the giving out, only on the spiritual gift, only on the ministry side, we burn out. And eventually, I think we become uh, trapped in hypocrisy. That's a, a bad feeling. I've definitely been there in times in my life when I was giving and giving and giving and preaching and teaching and all this kind of stuff. This was a crazy week. Teaching on Tuesday night, teaching on Thursday night, preaching on Sunday morning. This is the kind of week where I have to go to God and say, God, so much is going on on the the horizontal scale. I need to spend time with you, just, just you and me, to fill up what that is. Because I'll become hypocritical in that. And the amazing thing about God, even in the spiritual gifts of God, people can use the spiritual gifts and not have any of the fruit of the Spirit. They can actually become very dangerous. I don't understand this. I don't understand why God does this. I I know of of gifted, gifted Christians who've been operating in spiritual gifts whose lives have gotten off track in the vertical component. They continue to do amazing things with their spiritual gift, and yet they can be lost in space in terms of sin, illicit relationships, you know, sexual relationships with someone who's not their wife. Just so many things can be hidden behind that, and I don't understand why God continues to let us use the gifts, but that's such a dangerous place to be. And you know that feeling if you've been around for a while. You feel like I'm giving and giving and giving. And yet nothing is coming in. And that makes it out of balance too. I was crying out to God yesterday. I had a quiet day because I'm batching it. And the amazing thing was God just welled up tongues yesterday. I couldn't shut up. It's probably good that I wasn't hanging around with anybody, you know. I'm just, this, just this, this thing is welling up as I prayed for you, as I prayed about today, as I prayed about the, the baptisms. Just, I mean, hours and hours. I was just like, it was like... Could I just take a break here, you know? But that's that vertical component. That's that God refilling us and bringing us. You know, I tried to watch Gladiator. I couldn't even walk. Oh, You know, You know, I'm just, this, this thing is welling up. But what God was doing, he was refilling the vertical component of my life so that it's in balance with the horizontal component. I'm not saying I'm Mr. Perfect because I get this wrong all the time. But you know what I'm talking about. It takes both of these things together. So if you're in a place where you're giving and giving and giving and you're asking yourself, what's the point? It's just a gentle reminder of the Holy Spirit to say, come back to me. Come back and abide. Come back and abide in the vine. Spend time with me. Let me fill you up. Let me infill you, as both of these scriptures have talked about. Because we need both of these things. We need the up and down and the left and right. That kind of growth lets us get closer with God and make a difference in the world around us. And that's the way God has designed us. You know, we get Christianity sometimes complicated it more than we should. And it's guys like mine fault. We preach stuff, guys like mine, really good English. Um, really, let's uncomplicate things a little bit. <laughs> and let's just focus on up and down, left and right. This, what's going to happen in just a minute here is an amazing picture of that. God has done something vertically in each of these people's lives today. There's a, a vertical reality of their salvation and the change in what God has done in their life. But they're horizontally saying now and declaring in this goofy thing, which is a little bit scary, I've got to get wet and people see my hair look yucky and, you know, it's a little bit embarrassing, you know. Uh, but horizontally they're saying, guess what, I want to declare the reality of what you see, the, the, the connectedness between the up and down and the left and right. It's just normal Christianity in our lives. So I just want to pray for us, and we're going to go on to the baptisms, the, the party of the, of the morning. Uh, but why don't we just stretch? Let's stand together and we'll pray. I want to invite the worship team to come up so they're ready, and the baptismal candidates, if you guys want to come up and get ready. We'll hand it over to Mike here in just a minute, but let's, uh, let's just pray together. And can I be so bold as to ask you... Uh, If you feel like you're out of balance in your Christian life right now, if maybe you're spending wonderful time with the Lord, but it's not having much overflow, or maybe if you're giving out a lot and you're not receiving anything, would you just be willing to be honest to just raise your hand? Not because I see it, but because it's a great honesty to do that before the Lord. I'm just out of balance, God. One of these two areas, just in hearing this word, Lord. Yeah, thank you for your honesty. God loves that when we're honest. He already knows this story anyway. <laughs> it's good for our hearts to be honest. So, Lord, I pray for the people that are raising their hand. Lord, I thank you for the up and down and the and the left and right of Christianity, Lord. I thank you for this amazing journey. I thank you, Lord, that there's more. There's more. God, you're the God of overflow. You're the God of abundance. You want more in your personal relationship with them. So, Holy Spirit, even now, I pray you pour yourself out on these people and in, in relationship, and in the reality of who you are. More of you, Lord. Lord, I thank you that there's more in the horizontal relationships. You always have divine connections for us and people we rub shoulders with and things that we get involved in. There's more, Lord. There's more in your kingdom. We know we're not done. We know it's not done because you haven't come back yet. So Lord, I pray for more for those that are hungry in the horizontal, Lord. Help them translate the reality of the vertical into the horizontal as well, Lord. We want to be a balanced church that walks with you and makes a difference in the kingdom. We want both of these things, Lord. We know this is the way you've designed us, Lord. And we say thank you, Father, for the reality of that, Lord. Thank you, Father. Bless these baptisms as they come now. In Jesus' name, amen. Have a seat if you would. Thanks, Mike. Great.